Hello, and thank you for joining. Speaking of happy, I am Eli Rigatuso, your host for this evening. On the show tonight is Curtis Alexander Jr., the president and founder of the Winnebago Two-Spirit Organization, a drag performer, Citrus Miss Supreme of 2019, and treasurer Emmy Scott, graduate of Michigan State University College of Law with a certificate in Indigenous Law and Policy. Starting right now. like my own little my own little soundtrack <laughs> it always makes me happy though I, I keep thinking I need to update my graphics do something different like I have all the time in the world <laughs> and I don't because I love that music it just really makes my heart freaking happy as hell <laughs> and that's the goal this is all about being happy and tonight, I am so freaking excited for our guests this evening for a variety of different reasons. Number one, Citrus Miss Supreme is freaking phenomenal. And so there's that. And then also the president and founder of the Winnebago Two-Spirit Organization, which I tripped over as I was doing research about different pride things that were happening in Nebraska for June and July because of my little speaking of happy road tour that I'm doing. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but I want to bring on my first guest and then we'll bring on our second guest and then we'll have a conversation and it will be robust. I promise that much. <laughs> I also like that word robust. <laughs> All right. So my first guest is Curtis. Curtis. Hello. Speaking of robust. <laughs> <laughs> Well, join me in my robustness. Yes. <laughs> it has got back, I think, is the song from way back when. <laughs> I, like oh, your, no. I like your pronouns. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's, um, it's one of the ways that I allow everybody to um, see me in my different roles. So, you know, usually I, 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 prefer for myself the he him but in drag you know i go by she hers and then you know in the drag room i go by bitch so <laughs> <laughs> and you know and this you're illustrating a really uh important point and the point mm -hmm. is this if you look at someone and they're expressing more masculinely then yes, yes the pronoun that honors them. That's what I always say. I, I don't say preferred because I, my pronouns aren't a, pre, aren't a preference. Mm -hmm. They are what they are. And so the pronoun that honors me the most is the first one, he. Yes. And then if you use a they, them, totally cool. Because guess what? I'm also two-spirit, right? Yes, yes. There's a whole lengthy conversation. I think I'm going to have to invite you back both of you to have just a conversation around two spirit identities. Oh yes. But this is going to be all about pride and celebrating pride and talking about pride. So love the pronouns. Keep it up girl. Yes. Now if you can just add a crown to your ensemble today. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my crown's put away. My sash is put away for right now. Um, and, all right. You know, yeah. We'll stick with he. Yes, he. he. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Our next guest this evening um, not only is freaking phenomenal in the work that they're doing as the treasurer for the Winnebago Two-Spirit Organization, but they've also like a degree in law and policy, a certificate in indigenous law and policy, which is freaking amazing. She has a passion for teaching Native history on Native appropriation and for reclamation efforts, which includes gender identities prior to colonization. And that work is so freaking imperative, especially for our indigenous youth. Um, just so imperative. So joining us also this evening is Emmy Scott. Tina Karagina. Ah, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. I love the red lipstick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's amazing. It's wonderful. And you just sound like a true treasure. <laughs> <laughs> for your communities um you are ho-chunk and the other two is it spokane or spokane uh, spokane and arikara spokane and arikara okay i wanted to make sure i got those right yeah uh, thank you for that um just beautiful can you give me a little bit of a background about each of those and those are um, your indigenous that's the indigenous roots that you're from correct uh, correct. Yeah, I'm from um, Ho Chunk. I'm Ho Chunk, which is um, also the same thing as Winnebago, or Winnebago. But there is another Ho Chunk tribe in Wisconsin, and we're related. Um, Ho Chunk is like the are the name we have for ourselves. It means people, the big voice, or people, the sacred language. But Winnebago is kind of like the federally recognized like government name, I guess. And um, okay. and that's. Um, where I, uh, where Curtis and I, we live on the Winnebago Indian Reservation, and that's where Winnebago Two Spirit is based out of. And uh, my other uh, um, tribe is one of them, Spokane Tribe, and that's based out of Washington State. And they're known as like the Salish people, and they're the people of um, they're called known as the Children of the Sun, is what they're called. But uh -huh. and then Arikara, they're part of the three affiliated tribes in North Dakota. So that's um, where my father's from, my biological father. So. Ah, well, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. There are little things that I love so much about indigenous culture and, uh, you know, spirituality and they're just, they're so core to my being. See, I'm, I'm a uh, Menominee. Can't really see it because my, <laughs> But I'm I'm repping, I'm repping my Menominee U uh, T-shirt this evening because it's the group that was started um, prior to the pan pandemic, but then they they expanded by using uh, you know the the virtual resources. But it's a language group, so they're teaching us our language, which has been truly uh, amazing. So thought I'd I thought I'd you know give them a little a little shout out tonight. Um, but yeah, okay. So I'm going to start by asking this question. Would y'all be willing to share with me when you founded the organization and what reasons did you uh, decide to do it? Okay, so... Welcome to, to chime in there. <laughs> um, I would say it was founded in 2019. And um, that began with a very small... Um, Pride picnic um, in uh, we had it in the arbors in the Ho Chunk village, um, and there were only twelve 
individuals who attended that event. Um, and the reason why we had it was I was Miss Sioux City Supreme at the time. And I was working with um, the Sulem Pride Alliance. And it was suggested to me because they, you know, seen a, a couple of drag queens who were from the reservation. And they said, you know, why don't you start a pride group down there? And it was kind of a way to generate uh, volunteers for the Sioux City, our Siouxland Pride, sorry, Siouxland Pride Alliance group. And then it developed a little bit more and then the pandemic happened and we didn't really go anywhere um and until last year when like um we just decided to do it again and i invited um some of the people who attended the uh, pride picnic and some people who really got involved are were involved in um the lgbtq community and we came together and it, it just started really progressing. And that's when Emmy jumped on, or came on, was last year in her role as treasurer. Um, and it was a way for me to extend my platform that I had as Miss Sioux City Supreme um, to other um, two-spirit individuals. Because um, the two-spirit community isn't too, you know, well-known in the area for, um, you know, having groups or anything like that. So I wanted to give that back to our community and um, offer my platform as a way to, you know, build up our communities around here. That's amazing. And I'm certain, I mean, the impact on the youth there has to just really be extraordinary. Because I know that from things that I've read and things that I've heard about the youth that are living on the reservation, that their struggles are even um, more difficult than those of us who are raised off the reservation. I mean, we still suffer. There's still issues. Um, but can you tell me a little bit about what you've seen, how the impact has been on the youth in your community? Do you want to take that one, Emmy? Um, I think... We are like a lot of our activities are just where we kind of market them as um, safe spaces and places where anybody, any youth can come, no matter their identities, um, uh, no matter how they present or um, that they're just a, a space where they can be themselves and be safe and have fun. So a lot of our events are just um, kind of social events. Here's um, a Yasquat. Yeah a bonfire event like in October and we had a pumpkin painting event and so we just try to have really fun activities where people can come and it's it's really good um I think it's really good for families because um and within the Winnebago community and other communities there are actually a lot of um two-spirit families like um couples that are uh, raising children and you know they can come out and fill feel accepted and feel welcomed. And That's I think just that and, and then youth being exposed or being, you know, being um, kind of like introduced, intru introduced to, introduced and being able to be safe. I don't know. I think it's really, it's, it's I think it's a really 
positive impact and then also oh what so then my thing disappear no so, you're still okay. here you're you're kind of going in oh, and out okay. but, but it's fine because your video is freezing but your audio keeps going just fine so okay. so that's a positive <laughs> so i think the impact also has been um further than that it's kind of been visibility like people we don't even know about like in the community have been hearing about us and um council even like you know when this came to the table about same-sex marriage they they brought up our group and like the things that we've been doing because it is a visible presence and i think because people know that we're here and that we're doing these events people I don't know, people, I think people are becoming, like, becoming more interested in even learning about, you know, that people that maybe didn't feel um, like they, you know, maybe they're questioning or maybe they're, um, would just want to know more about um, Two-Spirit people because a lot of, there was a lot of questions that were um, brought up. Um, people don't know what Two-Spirit means and they think that it's um, confusing to the youth. Like they said that, um, like in traditional ways that people were bringing that up and saying that um, that word was like confusing. And, and I think that, you know, when people come to our events, we have educational events, um, like pro, um, we teach about pronouns. Um, we have little workshops and we also teach about um, traditional like Ho-Chunk belief systems around gender. And I think, when people, as people are learning about this, um, that it's becoming, I guess, less stigmatized. I don't know, Curtis, yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts yes. about that? Um, so when you become more visible, there is that, you know, um, time period where um, people speak up against you, but we haven't really had too much of that that issue you know when you become visible then the other side becomes visible as well but we haven't had that backlash thank god um we are just giving the opportunity to be role models for the youth for one thing giving them a space to be whoever they want to be um and giving them the opportunity to learn about other people's identities, other people's um, orientation and things like that. Um, and it's been a lot of work. Um, this past year, uh, we had quite a bit of events, which was a, a huge opportunity for our community. Um, and it is a lot of money that our organization, we don't really have um, any specific funding for. So everything's like donated to our organization. And that's where I'm like, especially appreciate uh, appreciative of everything and thankful that we had so many community members that come out and donate, donate their time, volunteer with us, come to these events, you know, give back whatever they can because they truly believe in what we're providing for our community. This this opportunity for youth, but it's not always just an opportunity for, you know, the the younger generation, but it's also the older generation that can see, you know, they have others in the community who are like them. 
Yeah, you know, I, and I'm I'm glad that you're br- you're bringing this piece of it up because I do want to touch on what happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think though, out of it happening, it did help to maybe increase your numbers and your attention. Although it was a, an unfortunate event, and they corrected it immediately, mm-hmm. but the tribal board voted against equal marriage, and that was very recent. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And and one of your youth members, one of your two spirit youth, uh did a TikTok about it because of course sharing their their hurt and their disappointment and knowing how at a time, you know, before forced assimilation and colonization, people who identified as two spirit were were held in high regard. Mm-hmm. And that was in a lot of tribal nations, not all of them, but many of them actually held people like us in high regard. And so this young person shared this TikTok that went viral. I shared it. I mean, I saw it immediately and I'm not really on TikTok that much. Um, looks, oh, there we go. Emmy's back. And, and uh, but like the correction of it was very swift. Can you give us a little bit of detail about what happened there and how that, what kind of an impact you're seeing? Um on the work you're doing. Do you want to go, Emmy? Are you still there? Oh no, she might not be. Yeah, oh, she's yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Her video keeps freezing up, but her audio seems to be doing. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Are you? Did you hear what um, Eli yeah. was saying? Okay. Do you want to yeah. give us some? Okay. I guess what what happened is that a lot of people, um, they didn't really know that the vote occurred. So when we found out about it, then our first, um, you know, thought was if, you know, people, especially young people, we thought like we're the most vulnerable. And if they kind of heard about that, they might feel like that the tribe was saying like they didn't, they didn't belong um, or that you know, that they weren't wanted and that, and with, you know, like, especially there was, I don't know, like in the neighboring reservation and well, sometimes on our reservation too, we have a lot of um, suicides of young people. And so we, the that not to, you know, you know, think about, we have to think about those things. Like when, when something like this comes up, that's what we thought of. We thought about, you know how will this affect the youth? They um, if they hear about this vote and how, you know, will you know that harm them? And so, um, we started discussing what we we're going to do, and we started coming up with um, uh, you know, thoughts on thoughts on like what had happened, and we released a statement, and it was very um, talking about how you know wanting to make sure that the youth knew that they they were loved, that they were wanted that that this was not you know like a reflection of them or anything about them and we you know and we um put out you know numbers that they could call if they wanted to talk to i even talked to curtis himself because um we had his number up there also because that's what our like our main concern was that um that that um a lot like you know like a lot of um older People, you know, they like Curtis, he's always saying, he, you know, he's dealt with that for a long time. And he knows about, you know, like, you know, he experienced like, you know, homophobia and he experienced like, 
all of that, you know, that, you know, like hate directed toward him, but, you know, like younger people, um, you know, that maybe are just like coming out and finding out who they are. You know, we, we were just like really concerned about what that would do to them and how that would, you know, how they would process that. So we came out with a statement right away and we, and then we also informed, informed in the statement, like what had happened, um, and just asking for like from the community because we know that a lot of people um maybe they don't always express it but we know that they that you know they have a lot of them have most people have family members and they have you know um friends you know that you know identify you know as you know two-spirit or you know trans or gay or um different way um you know and so we we just asked for the community to like stand like with the two spirit um spirit group and we just released a statement we posted on our page and i don't know we just i guess we just you know we hope for the best we hope that people would um you know would would support their two spirit you know relatives because yeah. all you know we're all relatives well, this yeah, reservation, 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 and, yeah. um, and, and luckily that actually did happen. People don't, and there, that's, that's why it turned around so quickly was that people, um, were posting on their Facebook, people were saying, you know, um, you know, I'm too spirit and, you know, this, this is how it's affected me. This is how it has harmed me and how I feel like, like that I'm not gonna, that this is saying that I'm not, you know, accepted. And then people garnered around that and said, no, like, you, you know, you are. And they were sharing and saying, you know, I support the two-spirit community and I support same-sex marriage and I support that um, this is overturned. Yeah. And because of that, yeah. and because of also because of Tyler's video also getting like so much attention, but it wasn't just that it was, it was, the, it was um, community members as a whole and especially a lot of the youth were posting, um, you know, like talking about this on their social media is the way that they knew how to express themselves on their Facebooks, on their TikToks. And um, the tribal council, I think they, they, they seen it right away and heard about it. You know, they knew that how this was, you know, harming and affecting, um, affecting the community. Yeah, absolutely. I was so I was so disheartened when I saw Tyler's TikTok TikTok. And I was just like, it is 2022, y'all. And, you know, so it was really disheartening, but I was so encouraged by um, you know, the, like the, the fact that uh sorry. And <laughs> you know, so it was I'm accidentally pressed on the link to what to us, oh. but it, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of delay. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a delay on YouTube. I was actually trying to go to uh, Facebook to find some of the different posts that were put up there, and also to you know link to your event, and we can talk a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, I was really, I was so grateful to see how quickly, like I have a friend who does a lot of work in the indigenous, with the indigenous community here in Omaha with another organization called the Bluebird Cultural Initiative. And I messaged her right away. I was like, did you see this? And she's like, they're already taking care of it. <laughs> and I was like, thank goodness. Cause I was like, don't make me get in my truck. <laughs> 
don't make me come to Winnebago. <laughs> I'd rather come on a happy note, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a sad one. Um, so, yeah, I was just really so heartened by the fact that, um, that, like I said, that they so expeditiously uh, went in there and said something else and, and said, hey, no, this is not what we're this is not what we're about. This is not what we're doing. And and then the fact that you have been taking some time to do some educating of the peoples as well. Yeah. Right. It, so. It's, it's been a beautiful couple of months to see the outpour of support in our community, because um, like I said, it, it, it's been a struggle. Some of the events to get people interested and really Emmy and I, like, we ask ourselves, you know, uh, you know, are people I even interested in us, <laughs> like, doing this? And then to see it, actually, you know, like, they know about us. They recognize the importance of the organization on the reservation. And they want us to be, you know, here. That's really amazing. That's a, a complete, you know, turnaround from you know, my mindset and, you know, what I've seen in, you know, my past in my life here. And I think it's amazing. Um, along with um, the, the, the changing of the, the marriage equality, you know, actually approving it and everything on the reservation, um, the tribal council also gave us um, an opportunity to voice our opinions with um, the tribal council, um, like a listening session. Um, and we also had a planning session. Um, and then they all, they, um, I want to give this to Emmy cause this is a huge thing. Um, she actually wrote the proclamation that we brought to the tribal council and they declared, uh, June, um, gay pride month or two spirit pride month for the Winnebago tribe. And that's a huge thing. That's very good. So that's a pretty big, you know, uh, coup for us, for our organization. Yes. <laughs> I'm giving you some applause there. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is amazing. And, you know, and I know that much of this work is done. It's a labor of love because you're not being paid to do the work that you're doing. And the organization is, is, <laughs> is relatively new. I mean, 2019 is pretty new and you're up on the reservation and there's not a whole lot of, of ways for you to actually get the kind of support that you need to continue this work. Mm -hmm. And so that was another reason why I said, Hey, can I bring my trailer up and, and do some interviews with folks uh, up in Winnebago and share about some of the experiences that you face because the truth is is we don't have that we don't have a whole lot of access to that and TikTok is a good thing but it doesn't really get real deep into stuff right and so my whole desire was to come and do these live stream you know maybe do a live stream event like this from the uh, event itself and then also do some podcasting, which is just audio interviews with folks who are willing to answer some questions with us. So I just want to show everyone um, what you got going on here. And let me see if I can get this to work the way I want it to. And of course, I can't. Um, so I'm going to have to try something a little bit different here. It usually um, will let me put something over 
but they've changed their layouts. So I'm actually going to have to open it from my desktop. So let me just do that real quick and I'll share it from my desktop. Um, but here is your uh, event information. And then uh, after we take a look at this, oops, that's not what I wanted to do either. Where is my, there we go. Nope, that's not the way to do it either. Eli, let's uh, pull it out here. Come on now. <laughs> My apology for the delays. Did you um, want to share what you have planned, Curtis? Here's the Super Pride Carnival. There's the information about your uh, carnival that's coming up. That's just a screenshot of your, of your uh, link to yes. your page. And I'm actually going to go ahead and share the link to your Facebook page in the chat so that people can just click right on that and go. But tell us a little bit about what you have going on. What's the, what was the uh, idea for uh, the theme? Where'd we get the theme? So the theme is um, super pride. And we kind of had um, a conversation a few months ago um, that we wanted to do a carnival, but um, we didn't know, you know, what we wanted to do really. Um, and then one day um, somebody posted, you know, uh, like super gay in a derogatory, you know, sense. And Emmy was like, let's just go with super pride. And um, that's how we kind of got the ball rolling with our uh, super pride carnival is because um, we do want um, you to come out as yourself, be prideful of yourself. And you can create a superhero or you can do like cosplay at this event to show us who your hero is. Mm. Um, so on June 3rd, we're going to have a uh, information booth carnival uh, at the Land of Wellness from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. Um, the, we'll have some speakers um, doing an opening ceremony and talking about what's going on. Um, and then we'll have um, lunch, which is provided by the Tribal Council. Um, and then you can get involved in, you know, any number of activities. I think we're going to try to get a face painter. Uh, we have bouncy houses. Um, each booth is responsible for um, doing a carnival-like game. Um, so they can offer prizes and then their information as well. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Um we have archery that's going to be happening. We have archery. Um, <laughs> yes, archery. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. Oh, uh, I can't think of what no, else. Is there anything else? Kind of traditional, else? also kind of Hawkeye Marvel. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hunger Games, yes. Um, <laughs> Hunger Games. <I'm> <laughs> uh, what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember everything that we're going to be having. It's going to be, hopefully, we have more um, community entities that sign on to join us that day. Um, yeah, that's think. another thing. If anybody, if any organizations, you know, are able to come that day, you just have to have, like, a, a game booth, like, some kind of, like, carnival game that you can, you know, come up with. And... Um, then we ask that you provide your own prizes and hopefully dress as a suit because that's our because it's um it's about 
being proud of your identity, whatever that is, your choose, your name, what your what your identity is, and that mm -hmm. you know there's that the the idea is that there is a power in that. You know, where there's power, you you can make radical change, and like you are, you're you're a superhero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, e even it coming as yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Me, that is the strongest superhero <laughs> you can yeah. bring to the super pride. Um, because you know, it isn't easy for us to be who we are. Um, how open are you to having folks who don't live there come and be uh, part of your festivities? We are welcome, we welcome anybody who wants to come down and join us and enjoy um, the event. We actually do want to encourage booths from areas, you know, people that we haven't even invited. If you are, like Emmy said, if you're interested, yeah, get in contact with us. And we also are in need of volunteers, people to help out at the event to make sure everything moves um, smoothly. Um, because right now we have roughly um, seven board members and um, we'll all be working on different things that day through yeah. the whole entire day. Yeah. I mean, you're a working board. Yes. <laughs> you know, you don't have an executive yeah. director. You don't have a staff. So here's the other thing that I think is really important to bring up. If you want to donate, I did go ahead and share the GoFundMe that you've set up. Um, the organization is working on getting their 501c3 status. They don't have it now, but anything helps. You are watching this today, right now. Go and toss five dollars. You know, um, share this with your uh, yes. with your social media streams. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go share it uh, on my face, my personal Facebook page, my Speaking of Happy Facebook page. I have a secret Speaking of Happy Facebook page that if somebody <laughs> wants to be a part of, you're welcome to message me and and become a happy person. That's my happy peeps is what I call them. Uh, the folks who are willing to kind of do some of that back end work for me, if I share something there, um, the, people can see it. And, uh, oh, this is a fun comment. Wow, this is cool. I just came across this by accident. Diana, we're nice. so happy that you that you found us. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, so, again, if you want to donate, please, please, please go and donate. Now, if somebody does want a booth, what's the best way to uh, contact you, Emmy? I didn't actually write down contact information. Is it on your Facebook page? Or Curtis, <laughs> I have an email on there that you can get us through. Or uh, here, you can message to the um, to the nope. page. There we go. That's probably like the easiest way to get a hold. Yeah, so you can message on the Facebook page, which is what I did, but you can also email Winnebago Pride at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in having a booth and some yeah, sort of there's, a game that you. Yes. What's up? The Facebook page is Winnebago Two Spirit. Yep. yep. I shared that earlier, but I will share it yeah. again so that everyone, whoopsie, that's not what I meant to do. Um, keyboard, that's uh, three fingers here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I just posted that also. Yeah. And, be, and uh, being like a smaller, a smaller org, we do we, literally everything helps. Like, if you gave like five five dollars, we could get like a pack of balloons to decorate because that's how 
like every like little like we're counting you know dollars now to try to um make this event happen and um because you know we there is like a lot of things that we have to do for the event the bouncy houses and the mc and um like those things can add up really fast but even so even like a little bit you know we can get we're trying to we're trying to get cupcakes and they're like a dollar piece. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, like it's, seriously that it helps like a ton. For us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I get it because I have uh, been uh, doing different things. I was one of the founders of Heartland Pride here in Omaha that mm -hmm. has been in operation for a number of years. So if you ever have any questions um, about anything, I'm happy to help. Um, Speaking of happy, uh, <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to share, and this is the first time I'm sharing it today, um, is that I have the booking site set up for your folks. So if you are going to be, if you are living on the reservation, okay, so if you are part of the Two-Spirit organization or you are a member uh, of the club, the social club that meets and gathers, um, you can go to this link and you can sign up to do an interview with me. Okay. And I think that I can actually, it, so it's a link that's set up specifically for your um, organization. So I'm actually going to bring this link down just a little bit. So it's a little bit easier, but if you go to calendar.com slash speaking of happy slash super pride carnival, and I will share that with you so that you can share it on your Facebook page as well. But my my goal is to have folks who are actually living on the reservation book time. And I'm booking it in 30-minute slots. And I just want to hear people's stories. Now, if you are a minor, you do have to have parent parental consent. And I will have forms for you to sign. I can email those out. to I'll email them out to Curtis and Emmy so that you can share that with folks if they go in their parent signs and they bring it, as long as I have something that has a parent signature and then the kid's uh, name and all that information, then I'm good with it. Um, but again, you know, I think it's really important for people to understand that. And again, not trying to like go down a sad lane with this, but it's just true. Um, the statistics of young people both on and off the reservation who are dying by suicide are astronomical and you are so right emmy when you say when that vote happened there were young people who were likely devastated by it and i'm so grateful that the turnaround was swift and that they said nope we're rolling that back that doesn't work that doesn't honor who we are that doesn't honor our people doesn't honor our youth the other thing that i wanted to to ask you know um your organization is open to elders as well, correct? Correct, yes. yeah. I think, and I'm not sure I would need to message this person, but I had a, um indigenous elder reach out to me um, from a reservation, and I think it was Winnebago, but we never really talked about it. And I had a number of different conversations with this person who, believed that they're, who believes that they're transgender. And then I actually sent them a two-spirit documentary that I had ordered for myself. Um, it's a beautiful documentary. I think what I'll do, I think I have a couple of extra copies. I'll bring one with me for you all, for your organization. 
so they can show it to the kiddos there. But I think that the important thing that I'm trying to illustrate by sharing this information is that there are still people who are closeted, both on and off the reservation. There are still people who are questioning. There are still people who are afraid, um, most especially our two-spirit youth. Uh, so, so this is like, this is all like my heart right here. And so I'm so grateful that y'all are doing what you're doing and I'm going to share about it, uh, until the event happens. So all the way up until the event happens. Um, are you going to have a stage and any drag performance happening, Curtis? Are you going to be getting into drag for us? Um, well, right now we haven't really, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> talked about it, um, too much. Um, I'm thinking, well, with the amount of performers that we do have um, are, that I know of on the reservation, like we probably could put together a show pretty quickly. Um, but right now, I don't think that's part of our agenda for the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be great. Um, but I think a lot of them are working like because it's during the day and they don't work for the tribe. Yeah. During a day on a yeah. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? That, that That's all good. It's not exactly. like you have to. Um, it I might just, be in the future. It might be the yeah. next, you know, thing we do in the future. So, yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Citrus to come out. But no. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Citrus needs to make an appearance. <laughs> I do. I mean, I really do. I think it would be amazing. Even if you just did one number and you made an appearance and maybe it was early in the day so that you can have to <laughs> around in all of your, your drag and your makeup and everything all afternoon. Cause I'm sure it's going to be nice and toasty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, another thing I wanted to throw out at y'all, if you want to do this, don't have to, but I thought it might be kind of cool. I'm actually bringing the travel trailer. Um, and the, and my truck to Sioux City's Pride on uh, Thursday, I'm going to be in their parade. Mm -hmm. And I would love to have some folks walk with me. I mean, it's not like I have to have anybody walk with me, but it might be kind of cool if you gathered some of your uh, youth and brought them to the parade. And I would have something, a little something special for everyone that, that uh, decided to come and walk with the truck and the travel trailer and just show our two-spirit pride. So just let me know. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and then I intend, as soon as that parade ends, which they said it's only about an hour, <laughs> then yeah. I'll be driving yeah. up to the reservation to uh, get the trailer in place and and just kind of, you know, make sure everything is working the way I need it to for the next day. So, um, so I'm just really excited. Is there anything else that you want folks to know? I mean, we need people to donate. We've shared the event page, your Facebook page, your GoFundMe. Um, you're also on Instagram, Winnebago Two Spirit as well. I'll share that link really quick. And so everybody. Um, we have a I don't know what the thing is. <laughs> Oh yeah, our, our communication person is not with us right now, so they're no. the one that usually like knows all of the links and everything. All of the things, <laughs> yeah. But I do want to say we have a raffle going on also right now. Um, we're we have three different um, prizes. One is a ribbon skirt, um, and with a book by um, Sharice Davids. Is oh, that her awesome. last name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, autographed. She, she actually donated. A, a lot of books to that are autographed because she wanted to um she's also ho chunk but from wisconsin 
and she donated us some autographed books um, to raffle to, as a way to raise money. So one of our first prizes is um, if you donate $20 or more on the GoFundMe and then like screenshot it and let us know or else um, we also have, I think on our page, like my PayPal and Venmo. Um, that's another way if you, you know, wanted to get in the raffle for the ribbon skirt. And then there's also um, a couple of earrings, like for, cause we're doing three draws. So, but each of the draws comes with a copy of Sherry's Davids's autograph book. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That is freaking awesome. So I'm going to have to run over. Um, I am intending to, to uh, make a small donation for y'all being on the show tonight. I usually try to compensate nonprofit organizations that come on, especially small organizations, um, and share uh, things that they're doing. But again, for those of you who are joining us a little bit late, we are talking about the Super Pride Carnival that's going to be happening at the Land of Wellness Softball Complex on the reservation in Winnebago, Nebraska. So if you are able to make Make it uh, to the event. It is open to the public. So anybody who even lives off the reservation is welcome uh, to come and join in the festivities. It's a superhero pride. So come as your favorite superhero. And if you are your favorite superhero, come as yourself. Um, I got one of my people here joining here. Poso, that's uh, TJ, one of my friends from my Menominee U group. And, uh, you know, I'm getting a little comment on the shirt here. <laughs> So I love that. Oh, yes. Caleb. Love Sharice Davis. Yes. I love Sharice Davis myself. That's really, really super awesome. So sounds like some really great uh, raffle prizes. Can people uh, buy raffle tickets on your Facebook page or anything? Or is it just an in-person raffle or just if you go and, and donate on the GoFundMe? Um, either or you can you can donate on the GoFundMe, but I, I've been saying send it, um, try to send a screenshot so they know, I know because some people have been donating like anonymously and stuff, and so then I can't I really see I can't really see all the information to like contact them if they were to win. Um, Got it. But we also yeah. have my PayPal, my Venmo, and my Cash App on the page, and you can send that. I I was been saying send the rainbow emoji, so I know that it's for. For the raffle. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so let me go <laughs> back up. I'm gonna go back up here and I'm gonna pull up the GoFundMe and we're gonna share that on the screen so that people can see that as well. Um, you've got a goal of six thousand. We're at six hundred and eighty-five. We got a little ways to go here, people. Mm -hmm. We need we need some donations. So here we are. This is the Winnebago Two Spirit GoFundMe to help them uh, raise. Uh, money for their uh for their celebration their two-spirit celebration that they're having on the reservation itself in winnebago nebraska and we were just talking about if you make donations you can uh send the contact or contact here emmy scott a screenshot of your donation especially if you did so anonymously and i hope that oh caleb Caleb, 10 minutes ago. Caleb's just watching the show. That's $5 from Caleb. We got Michaela uh, is another person that um, I know that has donated. Nick, uh, a couple of anonymous folks, but there's some nice donations coming in. But come on, people. I feel like we need to do a Twitch live stream and like, <laughs> stay on all day and yes. just talk to people and say, come on, put give us some money. 
uh, help this thing happen. Like I, I hear people talking all the time. How can we help uh, indigenous folks? This is one of the best ways that you can help is providing yes. this support. And, you know, I feel like I'm now doing a telephone, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I don't care. You're my people. You're yes. my relatives. I love you. I think you're amazing. And Emmy, I, I, I like have so many more questions about you and who you are and what you're doing in life and, and uh, just the ways in which you want to impact, uh, you know, other communities that you're a part of. And I just really honor what you're doing, especially for the LGBTQ youth, the two-spirit youth that are living there in Winnebago. Because, man, it's hard out here, mm -hmm. uh, let alone how hard it can be uh, there and how difficult I know that it is there for some of the youth. So. Yes. So um, I will. I, I do want to say, um, like, we do a lot of impact or um, presentations for organizations and groups. Um, over the past year, I think we did we did four. We did one at Orange City. Um, we did one for the Sulaim Pride Alliance and the Unitarian Church. Okay. And I believe we did um, a uh, Thanksgiving presentation. <laughs> at a museum in Omaha. Oh, uh, and cool. it was literally like the day after Thanksgiving. Like <laughs> we got to be Friday. careful. Also, oh, yeah. we got to be careful with the f bombs on here. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. Me, sorry, they might, they might bounce me off of there. But <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's totally yeah. Fun. It was it was that it was at Thanksgiving, and then it was like a two part one, and then it was queer history became. Um, where history began before 1492 and talking awesome. about um, the different gender, different gender identities. And um, I always specifically talk about um, the Ho-Chunk of um, third gender, Deja Chowinga or Xiange. Um, when we, we do these presentations and explain like the significance um, that they were for in our tribe. Right. Yeah. 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 So we, we do those presentations and then we also do um um just yeah, just a general kind of um talk um talk about uh gender identities within like Nebraska, like the, the different the different tribal entities in Nebraska and what their different um ideas were. We do also do a kind of specific too, but Okay. And how much we would you typically charge for a presentation like that? And how long does it usually go? <laughs> that we is usually go in the bit. time frame that they tell us to. Like some, yes. some we were anywhere from like kind of like kind of 30 minute segments to I think the one in like Omaha, they just let us go. So we talked for like three hours probably. But we had two presentations. And awesome. that was a really, really cool crowd because it was a lot of young people and a lot of, um, you know, like uh, black indigenous and people of color and came out and um, listened to it. I love that. Educating our young people and our black, brown, black and brown and mixed um, indigenous folks uh, about what they may not understand so caleb was asking orange city like orange city iowa is that where you did a presentation oh at? yeah they, orange city pride orange city pride asked us to give it um a come over and talk about like the other um 
like the other identities that were in yeah a native culture you know prior to colonization and so what about that and curtis also talked about his um, own um, personal journey as like a two-spirit individual too and um that's the kind of presentations that we do we were invited and they were really really awesome we had a really good time there Awesome. Diana says, y'all are so amazing. I'm just blown away. This is so informative. Uh, TJ, y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for all of your positive comments. Um, we still have about nine minutes left. So we got lots more if you want to share anything else, if there's anything else that you want to share. I will also think about ways that uh, there may be a way that I can get you a pretty significant donation. I just may need to connect you all um, with a fiscal sponsor. Well, thank so you. I need to find an organization that would be willing to be your fiscal sponsor. And these organizations, basically what they do is they'll keep 10% of anything that's donated to the organization. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put some feelers out and see if I can find a fiscal sponsor for your group so yes. that we can, um, you know, get some of these things taken care of. Do you have an attorney willing to help you with your 501c3 stuff or Emmy, are you doing that on your own? With all of um, those, kind of all of that, all those, kind of <laughs> so tips, certificates and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have two attorneys that are on our yeah. board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So, they're, so they're helping you with that. So yes. there's, there are some ways that you're, you're able to reduce some of the, those costs. You're also working on a website, correct? But you need, I think you said you only needed about 167 something to get the website started. Is that yes. correct? Okay, well, here's my commitment yeah. right now. I'm going to send $60 to your GoFundMe. And, and I are actually, Emmy, I'm going to send it directly to you through PayPal. And I want you to apply that towards the website. And then anybody who's watching and is able to also do the same. So, Emmy, what's your PayPal? Uh, can you, in the private chat, type out what your PayPal thing is? And I'll share it on screen so people can see it. And then um, we'll um, see if yeah. right now, between now, 9.53 and 10 p.m. when this ends, if we can have $168 donated um, to help you all get that website turned on, like, yes. now. That would be amazing. How's that, how's that sound? So you already have 60, so now we're down to $108, y'all. That's all we need is $108. And I'm just waiting for Emmy to type her PayPal <laughs> link in there. Oh, you did say it was on the. Oh, there you go. Okay, so go to go to PayPal and just type that in there. Um, so that's on PayPal. Um, actually, what I'm going to do here, real quick, is I'm actually going to pull up. I'm going to do PayPal. Um, and it, well, they would have to go to PayPal and then put in that put in your name, correct? that a PayPal me? Sometimes that is so it's so freaking confusing to me the way that PayPal does it. We need to have a conversation with those PayPal people. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. Log in, sign up. Okay, so I'm going to log into my PayPal. And then from there, I am going to go and do a payment to... So let's walk people through this real quick. I'm going to share this on my uh, on the stream here. Because, and if you're willing to stay a little bit past 10, this might be kind of fun. We can do our own little quick, uh, <laughs> tell, tell, what is it called? I'm telephone. 
<laughs> yes. Her, her own little telethon like Jerry Lewis used to do back in the day and raise some money. So I've just logged into my PayPal account. I'm going to click my PayPal and then uh, try to ignore the. Okay. So I am going to send money. So I'm clicking send. And then, of course, it's asking me. Okay. So then I'm just going to type in at Emmy. There you are. Yeah. My real name is Margaret, by the way. <laughs> All right, Margaret. So if you get there, I'm going to say uh, government. government names. I mean, that is so true. Tell the truth, right? <laughs> okay, $60. Two Spirit website is what I'm typing in there. So you all see what I did there? It's so yeah. super simple. I am doing Two Spirit website. So everybody, I was, I was actually talking about the people watching if they could see it, but there we go. I'm going to just send that as a friend. So that way it's not going to take any fees out of that for you. I'm going to send this payment now. There you go. Amazing. Now, come on, everybody who's awesome. joining me, um, does Venmo or the GoFundMe link work? PayPal's difficult for me. Yeah. If they, if you give, uh, do you have Venmo, Emmy? Emmy? Did you freeze? <laughs> Emmy froze on us. I think she is frozen. Uh, um, <clears throat> okay. So, you know, Caleb, if you, I'll tell you what, Caleb, if you go, oh, there, Emmy's back. Emmy, what is your Venmo? Do you have Venmo? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Put that in there because Caleb's asking if uh, Venmo is Emmy Scott. Yes, there you go. All right. Awesome. Caleb, we have Venmo. Emmy hyphen Scott hyphen two. And I think oh, it's you got it. yeah. Emmy it. hyphen Scott hyphen yeah. two. And I, I have a so, black hat on if it, that helps. Okay. <laughs> so there's a black hat and, and it looks like it says, uh, so it says Emmy hyphen Scott hyphen two when you go to Venmo. Caleb, when yeah. you, if you're done, when you're done, if you could just uh, send us a quick uh, comment here that you made a donation and how much so that we can kind of keep track of where we're at right now. I'm going to take that off the stream so that it's just us. And so everybody watching, you know, give me just a second here because I'm going to go and share uh, your PayPal on one of the pages that I have. So we're going to go to the secret group. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to the secret group together. I'll just share it with you. It's on Facebook. We'll walk people through how to go and find the secret, the secret group. Okay, so here is the secret group. I wish there was a way to zoom in, but I don't think that there is. Um, okay, so when you go to Facebook up here in the little search option, what you're going to do, actually, I'm going to do go from here. And da, 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 I'm going to go here. Oh, that's on my regular. You can find Speaking of Happy by just literally typing up here in the search thing, Speaking of Happy. And you can go there. And actually, I'll just take you there. We got some time. Remember, we got donations. We need donations coming in. We're trying to raise another $108 so that uh, the Two-Spirit, Winnebago Two-Spirit Pride Group can start their... Yes, you're wearing a black hat, but I sent you some for the website. Yay, Caleb. Awesome. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you Caleb. Yeah. Emmy, go check and see how much that is so we can tally, so we can keep a tally here. Um, okay, so if you type in speaking of happy up in the upper hand corner, uh, well, here's the group. 
you should be able to search. Yay, for thank the group. you, Caleb. How much was it? Thirty. Oh my Caleb. gosh! Yay! You, so what's what's one hundred and eight minus thirty? Do the math. <laughs> Seventy-eight. <laughs> All right, we need another seventy-eight dollars for you. For those of you who are watching, if you are able to uh, donate. And right now what I'm doing in my secret group. So I'm going to paste this little link in here. If you are not already part, one of my happy peeps on the secret Facebook group, you can actually go to the secret Facebook group, which is here. And um, it's a little bit more interactive. It's a little easier to find than just, a, you know, my Facebook page and Facebook doesn't, squeeze down on those like the mm. algorithms don't have as much impact on these groups so you might want to consider if you need to uh curtis or emmy if you want me to help you show you how to set this up really great idea to do this okay so as you can see we are live right now i shared the stream there and we've got we had six people respond and they 23 different people saw it and let's see so i'm going to just make a quick post here Hello. We are trying to get donations for the two spirit pride and want to uh, raise another. What was that number? Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yes. Seventy-eight dollars, so they can launch their website. Donate at. Whoops. Donate at PayPal at uh where was that again let me scroll back up oh there yeah. it is that one is oops I'm gonna, i gotta go back over into my private chat that you can't see but i can and copy it from there all right we need another 78 dollars if you're watching right now you can go to paypal and you can send a donation to emmy there and just put uh it's for friends and family and just put for two spirit website or you can go to Venmo. So I'm going to come back up here to the comments and I am going to plop this back in there. If you go to Venmo and I'm typing this here or on Venmo and that's dollar sign usually, isn't it? Venmo or is that cash app? No, that's yeah, cash Ven app. Yep, Venmo is Emmy <laughs> hyphen Scott, oops, not Scapot <laughs> at two, Emmy hyphen Scott at two. Let's make this happen tonight, right? Yeah, okay. yes. that'd be awesome. There we go, Two Spirit Pride. So now that is posted on the page. Oh, I should update that real quick to say, uh, on Venmo, Emmy hyphen Scott. Again, put for two spirit website in the comments. Make this happen tonight. I'm going to actually add a picture too because pictures get a lot of quicker response. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to find the, here it is. There's the two spirit. 
Oh, that's the super pride agenda. We should oh, pull no. that up. <laughs> Yes, we can talk about that. Yes. <laughs> yes, we can talk about that. It is 10.03. We're actually going to stay on if you all are okay with staying on. We are going to yeah. stay on until we get the $78. Okay, that's not it. <laughs> I, could, I could talk a little bit about um, um, the Ho-Chunk uh, third gender. Or is okay, on? let's do um, that. that yeah, sure. Um, so in in Ho Chunk culture, um, we actually have a a third gender, uh-huh. and some people say they refer to it by by Deja Chowinga. It translates to Blue Ocean Woman, or also or also the other word um that they say is a broad term is Shange. Um, the it translates to Blue Ocean Woman because the thought is that. Um, it, this individual is a man that would take up the skirt. And what that meant is that they would take on the role, like in every sense of, um, of a woman, they would, um, you know, they would do all the things that, that women normally did, like, you know, um, cooking. And they said that, that this person even excelled, like even better than women, like at, um, women tasks. And they were, um, known to be prophets. They could tell the future. Um, they were given gifts of healing. And they were given this um, when they went on their vision quest. When, when they went on their vision quest um, and fasted and, you know, prayed for a vision. This was, um, you know, a long time ago that um, we did these vision. We did these vision quests. You went out and you, you saw out a vision. And when they went on the vision quest, the moon that um, Ho-Chunks believe is female, the sun is male. The female, if the uh, moon, if they blessed this individual. Oh, no. She's going to leave us hanging. That they need to... <laughs> You're cutting out on us, Emmy. You, we drop, you dropped out it. Blessed this individual. Oh, can you still hear me? There, now you're back. We, we, we oh, you dropped yeah, out at blessed. Yeah, if the ahead. moon, um, if the moon blessed this individual, and told them that they needed to take up the skirt. They believed that they would need to do that, that they had to follow that vision or else um, that the moon that would, the moon would actually take their life if they didn't follow the vision. And oh. so these individuals did, they, um, they took up the skirt, they dressed as women and they became, you know, like um, performed the role of women, but they weren't actually um, viewed, viewed as women. They were kind of viewed as like a, like a, actually like a third gender, which it's, kind of hard people to, it's kind of hard for people like to conceive because we're so used to thinking in terms of this binary where it's like you're either a man or you're a woman but this individual um because they were um given this great power um they were considered to be holy um they the the word um blue ocean woman then the um the name that they took on it was kind of like a nickname like they would take on a different name that had to do. Usually, there's there's another name too that they took on, but um, the the they were always associated with water. The names that they took as a nickname, like because when this it was said when this individual, um, you know, when a person stands and is still water, and they look at their reflection, everything's reversed. And so for Ho Chunks, um, left is female, right is male up is male and down is considered female. Like the, um, the directions are, um, they have like genders. So when this individual, um, they say that 
their soul is actually reversed like a reflection in water and oh. since they're like they're since they're like a reflection in water like water is like very you know very holy very um you know like sa sacred to well, to most native people most native tribes and so that um because they're like they're like water that's why um you know they're considered holy and that's why they call them blue ocean women because they're like because they're like the ocean their their souls are reversed in like water wow that's really beautiful that is really 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 super beautiful thank you so much for sharing that um in your uh in your nation what were some of the uh ways in which folks would you know like i know that there's all there's a rites of passage that happens correct mm -hmm. because i have been told in some um indigenous culture basically you're born and you're given a name and that's a name that you're called until you have your rite of passage then you go off on to a, a personal um like vision quest and then you come back and you tell your people who you are and then they name you again based on that. And also you get to tell them how you want to contribute to your nation. And you can contribute in any way because jobs were not gendered. So if you wanted to make your contribution be a warrior, you could contribute as a warrior, whether no, regardless of gender. Is that true within your culture? Um, I, we, like a lot of that stuff, like, like I said, like a lot of people don't even know this, um, the story about Deja Chowinga because a lot, so much of it was like, these things were lost. And because, um, basically like colonization and the introduction of like Christianity kind of, um, it, it like, it, it basically made us like ashamed of who we are. We, well, and it erased us. It literally yeah, tried it, to erase us. It, um, especially with like right now, they're talking about Indian boarding schools mm. and the impact of that with Deb Holland had that um, federal investigative report um, that came out recently about, you know, like the abuse that happened there when, you know, like they took Native kids. If people, you know, don't know, they took Native kids when they're young, even like little almost babies, they took them away from their, forcibly took them away from native communities native people and they mm -hmm. sent them like thousands of miles away to these schools where they were beaten for speaking their language and they were abused you know like physically sexually this everything really like horrific things happened in these schools and a lot of them died at these schools there's cemeteries at these schools and that's what that report revealed was that that, that so far and they haven't got to all the cemeteries that there's 500 like little children's bodies that were found. Mm -hmm. And we, we talk about that, like in some of our presentations as well, when we talk about why people don't remember these things is because um, not only was there, you know, like violence, like when, um, you know, people the, like the settlers first came and they um, encountered like, you know, like other gendered people and they didn't understand it. And they, um, you know, like, you know, killed them or beat them and made um made people fearful fearful of you know exhibiting that 
but then these schools also forced and forced the binary because they you know they cut they cut um native children's hair like um native men usually wore their hair long and they would cut it cut it off because um they wanted them to be european they're trying to it was the idea was kill the indian save the man so they forced also these these like binaries of like you know this is how a man looks you know because actually native men even you know before colonization they you know they wore makeup like with war paint you know they wore their hair long they wore they're very beautiful they um wore lots of jewelry lots of you know like that was like like natives are very like 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 very aesthetic like they have they had like um you know different ways that they showed their tribe different ways that they showed like their clans and and it was all like um with like their appearances usually like everything meant something and um you know like you know like the head headdresses um were a symbol of like you know the sacrifices they made in you know in combat and um all these things had like significance and then when they you know they forced that gender gender binary and they they took all that they took all that away you know so they're saying this is what a man looks like this is what a woman looks like and because of that you know like um our communities now kind of have in a lot of ways replicated you know like homophobia transphobia and stuff because we forgot like um these things and so um we did have we did have vision quest and i'm not and we're not really um like i'm not i haven't found some things on um women that took on the role of a warrior and so i guess they took on the role of a man but i don't know um there's not very much on you know very much um like stuff that was written down upon it and that's what we have to rely on right now because um even our elders now they don't um, know about this because when they took those accounts down, even about Deja Chowinga and stuff, during that time they were kind of forgetting, or they were, it was kind of um, some of the stuff was um, the ideas around it. You could tell that it was tainted because at the same, they would talk about what I just told you, where they said that they were holy and that they had um, these powers, and um, but then on the other hand, they would say that that word Shiange they used it like a derogatory, like a slur. They would say it meant um, like, like, you know, like effeminate or girly or like bad. Um, they, they said that's what it meant. But if you look at like, um, like the source materials, like the stories, um, Xiangega was a name for the man and the moon. Mm. And that I, you don't know, see how that could be you know how that could be something that's negative because um in the stories Shangega it's a warrior story mm. it's about how um this man he um he actually um has it out and he's like fighting with trickster and gets ends up um escaping from him by being flung into the moon and so these are like these are really like sacred stories these are stories that um you know that were you know that were positive stories, and it got turned into something else, and that's in the, um, the in the material that, um, even during when these accounts were taken, like in the, um, they they was already changed. It was already, um, 
that it was already changing where people viewed it as a negative thing. Yeah. And so then you say, why wasn't there any more? Because they talk about also the last stage of Chobinga and that um, when they said that they had that vision, this individual, um, they said that their brothers threatened to beat them up if they ever wore, like, were to wear, wear a skirt. Yeah. And this was like, like, um, in the, still in like the 1800s. So, Mm-hmm. Um, I think these accounts are taken maybe, yeah, it was, it was like, um, still like, like a lot. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where, because when the account was taken, they said that this, this individual was still alive or the, um, one of their nieces, st- no, no, one of their nieces was still alive that was raised by them. The last day Josh Hoingo raised their, um, nieces and nephews. Wow. And, um, but they said that this individual only wore like women's jewelry and women's shirts and never wore a skirt because they were threatened by their brother beating up that they would be killed. So, you know, even that, that time that you can see like the, um, the changing, like how it, um, and why that, you know, why we forgot this knowledge, because basically we were, um, we were ashamed out of it. We were told that it was a bad thing. We were, we, and we internalized that. And then we, you know, and then we, I guess, put that on each other. And that. Yeah. I think the other thing, you know, the Bluebird Cultural Initiative does a presentation. That's a two-spirit presentation. And I've actually found another organization online that did one. And one of the things that they talked about was that when colonization was first happening, what they were doing is digging pits and throwing people like us in them and letting wild dogs rip us to shreds. Yeah. That we found that and, kind of, that, some of that stuff too. And yeah. And that what in. initially, what initially happened out of a fear of, of losing us, our people for, kind of forced us underground and then there was this great forgetting about who we were to our people right and so we had this forgetting and then there's a book that I recently read um, and I can't remember I can't remember the name of it but it talked about in a lot of indigenous tra- traditions they actually talk about a great awakening that is going to happen and it's and it's somewhere in this time that this was predicted, this great awakening, and that we would begin to remember um, who we are as people, but then also who our two-spirit people are and how important they still are to our society and and just ways in which we're able to um, see things a little differently than most people, right? So listen, Diana was saying that she wants to give $50. Diana... I know you said you were going to try and work that out. What an awesome thing. Diana just tripped over our, our page today, <laughs> wants to send $50, but is having a little trouble figuring out um, PayPal. Um, I, if, they, if they were to send a check, would they write that out to you, Margaret, as your, your Um Yeah, we actually have a post office box. Can you put it in there? Yeah. Yep, I already got the post office box oh, okay. ready. Yeah, I, just we, to, have, I just um, need to see who they would need to, to make the check out to. So there's um, yeah. the PO box. Um, so 
they can't this make one, it out to Winnebago Pride or to. No, Tuesday. they can make it out to me, Margaret Scott. I just put it in the comments. That uh, okay. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to repost that real quick because we're going to keep going. We still need another $78, people. Oh, Diana, did you send 50 to go check your PayPal, Amy? <laughs> oh, <let> me... <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Amazing. Diana, you're amazing. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. But I am going to put this in here. Make check payable. Yes, I received that. <laughs> to Margaret Scott and send it to P.O. Box uh, 551 Winnebago, Nebraska. Six eight zero seven one. All right, that's amazing, Diana. Thank you so much, y'all. We only need twenty eight more dollars, and they will be able to launch their website. Can you <laughs> believe that, Emmy? No. <laughs> Citrus, shouldn't you be dancing right now? <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. I love yes. it. And you know, I mean, Diana just literally tripped over our live stream it's a beautiful tonight. Thing. Oops, it, it's oh, a beautiful thing. I love yeah. it. And you know, I mean, Diana. Oops, I did it again. I accidentally clicked on. Our... <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh shoot! Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so um, we only need 28, right? Am I doing that math right? Sometimes yep. math math escapes me. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, $28. Yay. Just, just got, Deborah. oh my gosh, Deborah. Deborah just got here and says, where do I send my $28? <laughs> okay, Deborah. do you want to do PayPal or Venmo? And Corey says, I got Venmo, y'all. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Here's the other thing. There is a GoFundMe. I'm going to post this right now. So if you if you want to send just the 28, that's amazing. But I'm going to post this. For those of you who just joined in, um, there is a GoFundMe for the Two-Spirit Pride Carnival that's going to be happening in Winnebago. Okay. So I just posted that there. And so you can go to that GoFundMe. But what we were doing right now was we wanted to raise the money so they could launch their website. They only needed 168. It's 167 something, but I rounded it up to 168 to make it easy. Deborah has both PayPal and Venmo. Corey Cool, would you also be willing to send a little extra cash over? So what I'm going to do, scroll back up. If you go to PayPal, you are looking for this. Emmy. Now a jupinga. Now a jupinga, is that correct? Um Najumpinga. Naj I apologize. Yeah, that it's was my, it's my name. <laughs> it means pretty okay. hair. <laughs> oh, and you do have pretty hair. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so Deborah, there is PayPal. So if you go to your PayPal and you log in and you type in at Emmy Najopinga, right? I said it wrong again, didn't I? <laughs> okay. It's a, it's not Najumpinga. Najumpinga. Okay. Najumpinga. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got it. 
I got it. See, we're all teachable. <laughs> we're all still teachable. Okay. And then the other thing you said you had Venmo. I'm going to scroll back up to the Venmo. Where was that at? So the first one was, okay, oh, here's the Venmo. So if you go to Venmo and you want to send cash and you can do that for, for their pride too, just let us know how much you sent. And then we're, we're going to be super ecstatic that the $28 was sent. Um, but anybody who goes and donates to their specific pride carnival, that would just also be amazing as well. So you can go, um, I posted the link to their, uh, let's see here. <laughs> Congratulations, Diana. I figured out this fair game. I'm a white girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> you got me there. All right. So, Deborah or Corey, if you're going to cover the 28 or whatever you donate, please just let us know. And you know what? Let's just stay on here until 1030. We got seven more minutes. Let's see if we can get some donations made to the GoFundMe. Um, there's a variety of different things that are happening there. They're trying to raise some money for their event and the event is completely free. They are, they are not officially yet a 501c3, but they are working on getting their 501c3 status, but they're trying to create this, um, this event for their folks to come and celebrate themselves as superheroes. So they can dress up if they want to dress up or just come as their own superhero self. And so they're raising funds for the venue renting, decorations, game setups, games and door prizes. They're getting a bouncy house. There is also going to be a planned youth panel, social media campaign, coloring contest, educational scavenger hunt. Winnebago Two-Spirit also plans for rainbow banners to be flown in town during the month of June, which is amazing. Uh, Two-Spirit is purely volunteer and donation run right now. They've not received their nonprofit status, status, but they are working on it. And they are working with a couple of lawyers who actually happen to be on their board. So that's amazing. It might save them a little. And attorneys are expensive, <laughs> even when they're on your boards. Um, I know this because I've been on a few where they're like, well, I can't really do it for free. I might do it for less. So if you're an attorney and watching and you want to help and you want to actually do it pro bono because, I don't know, because you want to, uh, please contact them and let them know that you're willing to do that. Deborah, woohoo, we got it. We have now raised $168 in less than 30 minutes to launch the website tomorrow. So, Emmy, you're going to need to uh, send that website link to me as well so that we can post yeah, that. Awesome. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you so, so much. All right. So look, the GoFundMe right now is at $685. Um, now, I think isn't the way GoFundMe works is that you can't pull from that money until you raise all of it, right? No, they let you pull. They let you pull. Okay. Okay, good. It. So even if you we don't do take raise. A fee, so that's why, I mean, we put the PayPal and the Venmo and everything because um, they don't, they don't, um, well, I guess PayPal, I guess technically they take a little bit. Well, PayPal will take a fee unless someone does it as friends and family. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you do it as friends and family, then it doesn't. But um, right. yeah, the GoFundMe definitely, they take a little bit off the top. Like, And I think it's because of the PayPal, like the, the transferring. 
Got it. Okay. So anyone else who's, who's watching, here's what we want to do now. Let's get another hundred dollars on the GoFundMe in the next five minutes. And then we'll end the live stream in five minutes, but in the next five minutes, let's, let's try, let's shoot for that. Right. So now you don't have to send it to the GoFundMe, but we want to raise another hundred dollars that will be applied to the super pride carnival. And so you can, at any of those same places, you can send money to uh, the, there is that, the, the PayPal. I wish Diana could join us and share her knowledge of pronunciation of that, because that would be kind of fun. <laughs> Diana, this is the most fun I've had in a long time. Aww. <laughs> We're having We are having a lot of fun with you too, Diana. So I am so grateful that you, that you just tripped over this live stream tonight. It just makes my heart, it makes my heart happy when that, when those kinds of things happen. Um, so we're, we're shooting for another hundred. Let's see if we can do it in the next five minutes. If you are watching and you want to send some money to help make this superhero pride uh, happen, we would love for you to do that. Here is the Venmo, Emmy hyphen Scott hyphen two. Uh, you can shoot some cash over to that and we can get another $100 towards the 6000 that they're trying to raise so that they can, uh, well, now we can launch the website. So that was one thing checked off, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, the 6000 is also going towards getting the official 501c3 filed, but also helping to actually make this pride happen. And it's free to the community living on the reservation. It is free to anyone who wants to come and celebrate uh, with the tribe um, and with the folks that day. So you are yeah. welcome to, to do that, whether you are um, indigenous or not. Right. Yeah. It's, a, so it's the first, first tribally recognized pride. So it's, it's kind of a big deal for us. And the same year that we got same sex marriage passed. So all of these things are celebrating that. And um yeah, like you said, celebrating celebrating ourselves. I'm we're we're planning our costumes. Um we came up with this because I don't know, I'm super geeky. Well Curtis we, he watches some of the same shows I do. He's really geeky too. So <laughs> <laughs> he just pretends like he's not. I pretend I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, you like, are cool. You are cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I like to do like especially for Halloween like cosplay and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I it wasn't until I met my current partner that I actually started to get interested in like even just Halloween. Like Halloween was always kind of a. Uh, it was just kind of a sad time because there were costumes that I wanted to dress up in that. I kept being told that I couldn't because I was born in 1965. I know I don't look it, uh, but I am going to be 57 years old this year. And I, there's one of my favorite Halloweens was the Halloween that I actually got to go as a Dracula. <laughs> Very nice. That was pretty amazing. But as I got older, like dressing the way that I wanted to was such a, it was really not an easy thing for me to do. Um, it was, it was difficult. There was always a battle because I wanted to, I wanted to wear slacks. I didn't want to wear dresses. I was like, well, I want to wear a dress. Never wanted to wear a dress. 
tried to be happy about wearing dresses at certain points in my life, but um, it just wasn't me. Like I never really felt like it was truly my expression of myself. Um, and so I just think, you know, more of these conversations about, you know, who we are about deconstructing and decolonizing our beliefs around gender are so freaking important, um, and life-saving for our youth. And with all of the attacks that are happening, you know, across the nation on transgender youth and legislation that they're trying to pass and trying to make it illegal for parents who support their kids in transitioning. And it's all out of this ignorant mindset about what it means to be transgender. And, you know, I just think it's funny. It's like, why do we have to gender our genitals, right? Why do we have to gender our genitals? Because... <laughs> I mean, this is just the nose and you just have ears, you know, Curtis, you have a very strong chin. It's not a man's chin. It's just a chin. Right. But for some reason we had to gender those other body parts. I mean, I don't walk around and go, Hey, look at my man finger. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> you have a beautiful woman nose, Emmy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Did we get any other donations in? Oh, yes. Diana says Halloween was the best day ever for a trans girl. Yes, it was. A lot of friends who enjoyed. Uh, and, you know, there are, uh, you know, here's another thing that I think we could talk about while we wait to see if we get any more donations. Remember, we're trying to raise 100. If you have a friend, reach out to your friend and ask them to send some money. Uh, five, ten, twenty dollars. Easy peasy. We want to raise another hundred dollars so that they can uh, make this superhero pride phenomenal, right? We're yes. trying to raise six. We're trying to raise six, but we are shooting for the stars here. We're going to keep. Uh, we are going to keep talking until we get until we raise that uh, hundred dollars. How about that? Nobody seems to be paying attention to my other post, which is kind of a bummer. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, I want to say, I want to go out on a limb and say, like, our pride probably next year is going to be um, like cosplay as well. And we're going to continue down this path. Um, yeah. for our organization because a lot of times um, <clears throat> those that are, are you know, cosplay and um, drag queens kind of share the same interest, you know, that performance aspect, the costume aspect, you know, the, you know, being marginalized groups. Yeah. I, I think we're going to um, try to push for this, um, like, how Comic-Con and DragCon are two separate yeah. things. Like yeah. maybe we can push for that to be our organization's pride celebration um, during the month of June here in the Midwest. Yeah, you know like, what? I think that that's beautiful. I think doing superhero pride every year and having amazing, yeah. like that would be so powerful. And it would also kind of help people to understand that you know, I know some folks who do cosplay and it's just so freeing. And then when, and when they're in character, they are in character. Yeah. 
Agreed. which is really kind of, is which is really cool because it's just it's kind of allows you to kind of suspend your animation and be something maybe even to a certain degree be something other than yourself you know yes. but i know a lot of transgender non-binary folks do things um you know around halloween and for these types of events cosplay and and even online i mean <laughs> i remember back when they did uh what was it called it was that that app for farming where you could plant farm bill? yes farm bill, farm bill. My poor little plant too. I mean, I was really good for a while. My, my aunt and my cousin were like, Hey, you know, they posted on our family uh, Facebook page. Hey, we, we're all uh, doing Farmville. You should come do Farmville. And I was like, I don't want to do Farmville. And then I was like, you know what? I am going to do it. And I'm actually going to sign up and I am going to sign up as a male and call myself rusty male. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know, so I sent that out to my aunt and my cousin so we could play together. And they were like, and this was before I came out as trans. They were like, why did you put yourself down as man and rusty nail? Like, what's that all about? <laughs> and I'm like, because I wanted to be a guy having a farm. <laughs> well, why Simple. do you want to be a guy? Why do you want to be a guy? It's like, how do you, at the time, I couldn't even explain to them. It's like, it's not that I want to be a guy. I actually am a guy. And I'm a little different than most men because I actually have feelings and emotions. And I I do have feminine mannerisms. I feel like I if I was born assigned female, I probably would have been beat up as a kid. And that I would have had a really rough time of it in my life. I can relate to a lot of more effeminate gay men who say, you know, life for me wasn't easy. And, and I can totally relate to that. And it's just, again, for folks who are really stuck in the binary and not really ever pushing back on it, um, it's, it can be, it can feel really lonely. So when I, when I finally said, you know, at the tender age of 50, <laughs> I am going to be me. Um, it was the biggest gift that I gave myself. It was the biggest gift. Now, I've always been a member of the community. I've been advocating for the LGBTQIA2S plus community my entire life, almost. I mean, I started advocating in uh, just out of high school. And I was very quiet until about the late 80s. And then I just kind of like blew that, <laughs> that closet door right off and said, there's no turning back came out to my family and, and shared my real self at the time. You know, I was like, I didn't, I didn't like the word lesbian. It just never fit for me. And I didn't feel like I was a butch dyke. Because if you had seen me back then, I was the hottest drag queen you've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it just didn't fit for me. Some of the, I couldn't find the place that fit for me. And because the initialism itself was always changing, and there were letters that were dropped off. You would get LG or LGB, but all the rest of those letters would be dropped off. And then as I started to learn about more of those letters, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I actually find myself here. I don't find myself there. But I do identify as queer um, for a variety of reasons. So, all right. Did we get any more donations in? It's 1038. I'm going to refresh the GoFundMe page. Nope, nothing there. Nothing. 
Caleb donated an hour ago. Yep. And all of my other posts that didn't include asks for money have been seen a lot. Except for the one that I was asked for money. It was seen by 16 people, but there were no comments, no likes, no loves, which makes me makes my heart kind of sad. But I understand. Um I am going to post, like I said, there's a couple of different groups that I belong to on Facebook that um, are folks who who I think would be willing to shoot a little bit of cash over. So I'll share on those places as well. And I will also share on the Speaking of Happy Facebook page. But again, for, um, for those of you who stuck in here for this whole conversation, thank you so much. We've had a consistent five people with us at all times this evening. And that is really awesome. A lot of these, I will let you both know, Emmy and Curtis, a lot of people actually watch these back later. Mm -hmm. And so um, they'll go to the Facebook page. I have a couple of friends who say that they'll go to the YouTube channel and just turn it on and listen to it like a podcast. They don't actually look at it. And I think what I'm also going to do to help build uh, more uh, traction on the on my podcast page, I'm going to go ahead and just strip the audio off this video and I'll place it over there too. Okay. So people can go back and watch that or listen to it there and they can do it when they're, you know, doing the dishes or just kind of hanging out at work and maybe listening to something to, to get through their day. So again, thank you so much. The uh, Emmy and Curtis are with the Winnebago Two-Spirit Organization. Their event is taking place on Friday, June 3rd. Um, it is from 11 a.m. until... Oh, 10 a.m. until 10 5 p.m. Until 5 p.m. So you 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. And, you know, you're finding out far enough in advance that you could just take the day off. Uh, you can come to the celebration dressed as the, your favorite superhero because it is the superhero or super pride, uh, two-spirit pride. And you do not have to live on the reservation to be present. You can be uh, live off the reservation. You do not have to be indigenous to be present. Just come and celebrate and be around people who want to just share space and um, just acknowledge who we are as Two-Spirit and LGBTQ plus people. So, Emmy, thank you so much. Curtis, thank you so much for being here. I still yeah. think you need to have at least one appearance of Citrus at the event. <laughs> <laughs> one song, just one big number to just kick it all off with. And then Citrus disappears for the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to say? Anything else you want to leave with the folks that are watching? Again, thank you so much to the folks that helped raise the $168 for the website. That is amazing. Um, we appreciate that. But anything else? I just want to say thank you to everybody for all of your contribution and help. It's I appreciate it. Over, I'm over the moon for this. I know I'm not like ecstatically smiling or anything, but inside I'm like, you know, like exuding happiness. Is yes. That yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy, anything else you would like to say? Um, just the same. Pinagigi, that means, um, they always say in Ho-Chunk it means thank you, but it literally means you did good for me. And so... Oh. Pina Gigi. Can you spell that out for me? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that on the page. Spell that out in our little private chat. Yes, we have a private chat going over here too. 
Yeah. In Omaha, Curtis. Omaha, it's, yeah, Weeblaha. Okay. So that is in Ho Chunk. Pinagigi Ho Chunk, yeah. Pinagigi. And then. Yeah, people just say it says it means thank you, but I'm I'm big on like literal translations because um because I try to um I mean I've been taking a little bit of Ho Chunk language and trying to um trying to learn it and um the literal translations like help me because it it kind of gives more insight a lot of times into like um kind of like I guess native um like the Ho Chunk like thought process and how they viewed things more yeah. than like saying this just means this. You yeah, know. very, very similar to the Menominee people. And there are some words that are very long in Menominee and literally mean a whole action of something. Mm -hmm. And it's a single word, but it's like super long. And so it's just really interesting, um, I think, and, and just very touching to me. Like there are stories around how certain words were actually even um, created within the language. Uh, and stories that come with it too. And it just, I mean, I found the group. I was able to, so I posted something on my Instagram one day that I had found some words in Menominee. And one word is poso, P-O-S-O-H, which actually is, is it's, it's called a greeting and leave taking because poso actually means a, a, like a welcome or good to see you and goodbye. And so it's not, it's one word that means more than one thing. And so there are some other uh, things in that. But anyway, so I posted this on my Instagram page that I found this. Then I found a YouTube talk by the, one of the guys who founded the organization. And he was sharing about one time uh, he was learning words from an elder. And the elder was saying the word sit. And he says, how do I know whether it's a guy or a girl who sits? And she says, we don't do that in our language. And he goes, what? And he's like, we don't gender our language. Like to sit is anyone. Sitting is anyone. It's not that he sits or, you know, I almost say, I almost said she shit. Chung's kind of like, like that too. Like, um, like when, like, it's more like when you talk about like pronouns, like when they say, like it's more like a lot of them are more like an action of what somebody's doing. Mm -hmm. So like it can mean he, she, or it can mean it. Like it could be like a like an animal or something. A lot of the, the stuff when you're talking about like they, they sit down or like, so some of it like it either doesn't have like a pronoun or it doesn't have a, have a pronoun or it's like a pronoun that it's like a kind of like a universal one. Right. The only thing that's gendered is like, like when you're speaking, there's a female way of speaking and a male way way, way of speaking in, in Ho Chunk. So there's certain stuff that changes if you're, but then that's like something that you would choose then. So it's not like applied to you. It's like the way that you choose to speak. Like if you chose to speak as, you know, as a female, like from the female um, voice or from the, from a male, you know. Right. I love that. I think that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Do they, so, uh, yeah. Do they also so it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I think the other you're gendering, thing that, you're gendering yourself, but like other people don't gender you because there's not a way to do that. Or, yeah. You know, I don't, it's interesting. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, you know what I forgot to say? So I was posting things on Instagram about Menominee language. And then somebody comes up in my in my messages, my messages, my DMs me, <laughs> shows up in my DMs. And he says, hey, you're my cousin. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I, I thought I knew all my cousins. And he goes, oh, we're related. And he said, I've been seeing your, your posts about Menominee language. And so I, you know, I saw him, they came across his feed and then he became my friend. And then he messaged me privately and said that. And then he said, hey, we've got a group that meets on Zoom because it was 2020. It was pandemic time. And um, he said, you should join us and you could learn. We've, we've already gone through a number of weeks of the language, but I'm sure that they would welcome you with open arms. So I shared and they, they let me join the group. And you know what? They were amazing. Like I had my pronouns up. They always referred to me as he, him. There was never a question, never a doubt, never anybody like accidentally misgendering me. Like they just saw the pronoun and honored me through it all. And then, you know, just some of the things that they shared in regard to the language just felt so affirming in the ways that um, our people would do things or how we would refer to things. Does your language also have like a different, now I'm going to call it the English word conjugation, but it's not the same. Um, I'm only saying it for the folks who are watching who may not understand the other piece of what I'm saying, but it's similar to that. Like, but what our, in our language, they talk about like things that are living and then inanimate things. When you refer to things that are living, the tree, a leaf, pine cone, right? Those things have a different type of way of conjugating or being referred to that are not the same as when you're talking about inanimate objects. Do you have the same thing in your language, Emmy? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so. No, it's, I mean, I just thought I would ask because it's like, it's fascinating to me um, because that's another misconception about indigenous people is that, well, don't you all know the same language? Don't you all speak the same language? Don't you all understand the same language? It's like, no, it's different. Each nation had their own. And if you think about it, it's not like we were all, you know, buddied up and socializing on the plains um, <laughs> and sharing those things. I mean, there were ways in which we met and we worked with one another and shared Um but it's not, it's not all the same. Even within in nations that honor two-spirit people, the words and ways that we are referred to are different from one nation to the other. It's just, under, it's just so important to understand that. So anyway, all right. Well, again, thank you to those five who hung in to the end <laughs> with us. Um, thank you for helping us raise the $168 for the website so that they can get that launched and we'll be sure to share it out on social. Again, don't forget, you can still donate to the GoFundMe to help them make their super pride phenomenal. But thank you all again. Thank you so much, Diana. You were just a true treat to have join us this <laughs> evening <laughs> in, uh, in jumping in there <laughs> by accident. So thank you so much, Diana. Uh, we, we appreciate you. That's Diana. Again, Diana had the most fun and this is the most fun in a long time. So any of you who tuned in kind of late, look, we just got two more viewers. Any of you who tuned in kind of late, 
Speaking of happy is a fun place to be. We are here every other Tuesday night. We have different guests on the show, but I am going to invite Emmy and Curtis both back and we're going to have uh, some more conversations about what's going on and what's happening. And, and just, uh, I'd love to talk a little bit more about indigenous law and policy with you, Emmy. Oh, <laughs> <kind yes>. of, <laughs> totally, totally geeked out about that. So we're definitely going to have to have that conversation, but every other Tuesday at 9 PM, I do an episode of speaking of happy. And that is just me interviewing uh, different local, Local, different nonprofit organizations and the work that they're doing for specifically for uh, Two Spirit and LGBTQ plus communities. On the opposite Tuesdays, we do together, myself and my co-host, Avalisa Ellicott, do a show called Frankly Speaking. And Frankly Speaking is actually very specifically done uh, by and for transgender, non-binary, gender fluid, and gender diverse and um, expansive people. So the the guests that we invite on to that show all hold those identities or are a part of one of that, you know, under that transgender umbrella. And so we talk about a lot of different topics. We talk about transitioning and gender affirming care. We talk about what it's like to just be us in day-to-day -day activity and things that happen to us. So both of those shows um, can be watched. So if you tune in Wednesday nights, 9 p.m., no matter what, we are always going to be here with something. So again, Emmy, Curtis, love you both. Cannot wait to uh, come and be in your presence for the superhero or superhero pride or super pride uh, two spirit on the reservation in Winnebago, Nebraska, which is literally only what an hour and a half, two hours away from Omaha. It's not yes. that far. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a quick little jaunt um, to get up there and uh, come and, and join the celebration. All right. So thank you again so much. We are going to end this broadcast. Let me know if we raise any more money on that GoFundMe. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going, to keep, I'm going to keep sharing that. And if you could send updates. Um, <laughs> aw. <laughs> well, oh, thank you. Yeah. To have you meet us, Diana. Uh, thank you so much for being here and hanging out all the way until the end of the show. Much love. Ketapanan uh, is uh, uh, we love you and uh, Menominee. So, or it means love in Menominee or to love. So, all right, that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to hit end broadcast. If the two of you hang out for just one second, don't drop off. I'm just going to drop off our people and we'll have a quick chat. All right. Okay. Thank y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs>